heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? We are racing at Echuca today on this very warm, lovely spring Melbourne day and up the top near the river. It would be a lovely day in Echuca as well. Uh, rail is true and we're on a good four surface today. Warren Huntley's the man to find us the winners. How are you, Warren? I'm very well, Michael, and I can vouch for it. It's a beautiful day in a fantastic part of the world here. I'm already in Echuca and I've parked myself at a picnic spot on the backs of the oh. Camp Aspey prior to heading on course and uh, gee I'm thinking about taking the afternoon off and staying here and and ordering something rather than going to, to do some work it's a beautiful uh, beautiful morning in a it's going to be a fantastic day oh magnificent you might need just to um tell Adal that um you've got to camp over tonight and uh and find one of the local establishments well there's plenty of them and uh, they're actually within eyesight from here and <laughs> there's actually a few people in town there's uh, there's quite a few people in town there's a a lot of people roaming around the, the state, which uh, which surprised me a little bit because it's not school holidays, but the town's quite busy. Good to see a little bit of activity and, and hopefully the, the economy's starting to, to kick along around this part of the world because what a great part of the world it is. Are you confident we've got a winner or two today? Gee, there's not a lot of value, Michael, and scratchings have probably diminished a few of it. Uh, I'll be disappointed if I don't tip a few winners, but finding them at value was hard. We've just got to drill down on the right ones. All right, let's see if Ben Brisbane can help us out because he's got a, a, a few runners heading to Echuca today and uh, he's got a lot of runners over the next three days uh, having a look at uh, those that are entered. How are you, Ben? Yeah, good, thanks, Mike, for yourself. Very well, mate. Gee, you're going to have a busy weekend, aren't you? Oh, you know, it's just that time of year where certain horses need to different uh, options and just come down the barrier draws and things like that to see where they end up. Well, um, Missy Spike has drawn a pretty good barrier uh, over the 2100 in race one today. And uh, she's a horse who's just knocking on the door uh, and is currently the $3.80 favourite. Billy Egan in the saddle. What are your hopes, race one? Uh, a deserved favourite? Oh, look, she's, um, she hasn't really done much wrong to date. The first two runs are very good. Um, and her last one was a little bit plain, but you can see the market's already forgiven that. She... Looks like she's been ready for this trip um, for a couple of runs now. So, so looking forward to getting over the distance, extra distance, and that hopefully brings a little bit more improvement as well. All right. She's going to be the one to beat in race number one. Uh, your next runner is a debutante stepping out in race number three, Slate Ripper. This is a, a cult by Divine Prophet. Has he shown you much at home? Uh, we, yeah, we do like him a lot. He's quite a rangy sort of raw type of horse, so... He's going to improve with, with racing and ground. I thought starting him off over the 1400s is really going to give him a chance to travel and finish off nicely as opposed to starting over 1200. So he, he's drawn a nice gate to get a, a nice run. And uh, I know the favourites, um, you know, short in the market and rightly so, but uh, it, it has got, uh, you know, it's drawn wide, so it will need a few things to go its way. And um, if it comes unstuck, then hopefully we're coming home nice and strong there. And then in race number six, you've got Princess Nefertiti, who's uh, done very little wrong, never missed a place in her eight-start career and was a good win last start at Wodonga. Yeah, and hopefully that form continues. As you say, she's, um, she hasn't done much wrong to date. It was nice to get her back in the winner's enclosure last time. Everything went right that day. Uh, we just gave her a, a couple of easy weeks because she, she was back off 
12 months off and she had sort of three month, three runs in a month. So um, she's back off a little layoff, but she, she trialled re- really good across the border last week. And um, this looks a suitable contest to sort of show us what direction we need to go with her going forward. If you were going to back one today, who would it be? Uh, you know, I like Princess Nefertiti. She, she, so she, she's done nothing wrong. I'm not 100% sure how we're going to ride her yet. I'll have a chat to, to Zach, but um, she's certainly a, a mare going in the right direction. Good luck today, Ben. Thank you very much. Ben Brisbane, uh, ben Brisbane joining us there. As we get into the preview for Echuca today, the first race kicks off at half past one. It's a maiden for the three-year-olds and upwards over 2,100 metres. Take out eight and nine. And the favourite here is Splendid Chap at $2.80. Others in contention, Missy Spike, as we just heard from Ben, at three sixty, And there are a few others that are under double-figure odds, but those two dominate the market. Warren? I'm with the the favourite in Splendid Chap. I think the form around his... Last two runs in particular, Mickey O was dominant winning that maiden at, at Geelong. And then he was outgraded, but he wasn't disgraced. A stronger race at his next start. And you could say the same about McCanto from the uh, Nigel Blackerton stable, who seems a stayer of some promises and has run well subsequently. He can make his own luck. Splendid chap. I'm with him. Three ahead of one. After the impact, I think the two runs this campaign have been good. Might even settle into a, a more forward spot. Definitely suited with the rise in trip. Ten rendezvous is going to be suited with the rising trip. It's got McIntosh teams ticking over quite nicely at the moment, and I think she's going to be ready to improve from a nice draw. And 11 sparkling addiction can mix the form, but fit a third up, and the last run was encouraging. Missy Spike can certainly improve back onto firmer ground, but I just want to see her in this distance range. 3-1-10-11. 3-1-10-11 in the first race number two is over 1,100 metres. Scratchings here take out 1, 3, 7, 9 and 11. Uh, $3.30 for Elba. Good push from Sam Friedman earlier this morning. Ravali at $3.60. The favourite is Hennessy Venom. That's been um, supported from the Matt Laurie stable on debut at $3.30. So uh, not a big field, but the market doesn't have much between three of them. I think there could be some nice form to come out of this race. Michael, and uh, I think none more so than Hennessy Venom, who's on debut, but Blinkers and Tongue Tie go on for the debut and was really quite strong through the line, and we've seen an impressive debutant already this week from the Matt Laurie stable, and I think Hennessy Venom, although perhaps not in the, the same category as the horse we saw yesterday, but looks ready to go to the races and run well. So I'm with four, ahead of six Ravali, who's back from a, a break, having the second start, only a one-run campaign, first racing preparation, looks to be travelling really nicely and, and rating himself quite well in some recent work. I wouldn't be surprised to see just a little bit of composure from that inside draw. Crossover nose band and tongue tie on probably go along with, with that. Looks to come back in good order. As does number 12, Magical Eye, who's trolled up really nicely. Scratchings have made the task from the wider draw a touch easier. And number 10, Elba, another one that's trolled up nicely there to get back to the races and, and looks to have a bit of upside. So I think there could be some nice horses to come out of this race. 4, 6, 12 and 10. 4, 6, 12 and 10 in the second race. Number three, over 1,400 metres. We can scratch 13 and 14. We've got one of the really short-priced favourites here, Alonso, from the Corston's Yard now into $1.65. But we heard a little earlier from Jared Daffy there's been a very good move for a first starter here called Boga Legend. 
$34 into $4.60. Trained by Group 1 winning trainer Mitch Friedman and also marathon runner as well. And uh, we know the stable's in good form at the moment. Can they pull off a plunge today as well? Mitch Friedman joins us. How are you, Mitch? Very well, thank you. How are the feet? Uh, yeah, the feet are probably the things. The feet and the hips are probably the things I'm feeling at the most. Uh, yeah, not that. Uh, Trishan pull up better than you? Yeah, definitely. No, he seems to be in great shape. So um, we'll we'll cement we'll our plans over the next few days. But um, yeah, he seems really good. Uh, leaning towards the Golden Eagle, though, all going well. Oh, we're just losing you there, mate. You might be in a bit of a dodgy. Oh, I'm not sure where you are. If you could just move a little bit, if you're in an area, we're just dropping in and out. Yeah, we're on the way. So it might be struggling, but uh, ah, yeah, you're on the track. Okay. Yep. All right, perfect. All right, I'll try and get this quickly out of you. Boga Legend is the money right today, first starter. He's got a chance. Um, he still does a few things wrong, but he's got nice ability. And um, from that gate, we'll, we'll just have to let it pan out. But he'll he'll be running well. And Guido, do we back him in race six? Uh, Guido will be looking for further. Um, yeah, he, 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 he. Oh, we've lost him there. Anyway, good luck today, Mitch. Let's head to Shepparton for the first. Uh, back to Warren for his selections in race three. So uh, Alonso, 165, all the rage, but good money. And uh, obviously a horse with some ability, the debutante from the Mitch Friedman stable, which is at 460, Boga Legend. Yeah, haven't seen a lot in terms of what's under the bonnet in the jump outs, but uh, indications are there's something. And I've got him in the numbers. I thought he was moving well, but yeah, we really haven't seen him be tested in his lead up to his debut. We have seen Alsonso run well in maidens of some depth and, and arguably unlucky at Geelong going back three starts ago, then a, a good run behind Wolfie. That forms solid and then went forward, did some work and, and probably vulnerable at the Valley last start. Winker's come off here. I think back up in distance, a positive. Be interesting to see with that gear change if they ride him a bit more conservatively or if they uh, implement similar tactics to last time when with the rail out at the Valley, it was perceived that it was going to be an advantage to be on speed. I'm with him because I think he's certainly better than maiden grade and he strikes a, a very winnable race. Eight, Alsonso. In a two-swift tycoon, was good. First up, had to do a little bit of ducking and weaving in the straight and then got clear and ran well. I'm hoping that form holds up well. Magnapur was able to win that race. Seven ZBD Springs will be on speed. I think pushes forward from that wider draw and give a sight. I don't think that'll be a disadvantage on a good rated track and possibly improving during the day at Echuca and including Boga Legend because I think it was a question of the unknown. You'd want to see some market support. That has come. Eight, two, seven, nine. Eight, two, seven and nine in race three. Race number four is over 1,200 metres. Uh, in this race, there's quite a number of scratchings. Five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, and fifteen. Uh, the favourite is Valspar at two dollars and forty cents. Others in the market: four eighty Maggie Sun, three ten Outwitted, uh, and it looks like they're the top three in the market here. Warren, yeah, lost my top couple of selections with with scratchings here, and Valspar in typical Team Hawks fashion, hasn't really been tested in his jump outs leading into the first up run, but looks to be going well. He's been a pretty consistent galloper. He's definitely got maidens with, with a maiden within his grasp and, and probably a class or two better. And he's in a suitable race here to Valspar. Nine outwitted's got recent race fitness and can roll forward from that draw and give a sight. I thought number four, Banana Split, is fit 
and consistent. I think there's a little bit more depth to, to this race than some of the races that Arna Split's been competing in. But the performance last start behind Love Tonight was quite solid and won Maggie's son. It's been trialling pretty well for the, the McHugland stable. Blinkers and the tongue tie go on. The winkers come off. Was asked for a bit of an effort and responded nicely in a recent jump out down the back straight at Pakenham. Two, nine, four, one. Two, nine, four and one in race number four, which means we're halfway through the Chuka card today. We'll take a quick break and back with Warren's Quaddy. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview with Warren Huntley. Uh, got an interesting SMS here, Warren, from a listener. Hello, Michael. If Bogues Legend is going to win today, we better keep an eye on Magical Eye in race two. We beat Bogues uh, Legend uh, in both its trials by around seven and a half lengths. That's from Dan. Uh, did you have a look at Magical Eye in race two, Warren? Yeah, it's in the numbers, Michael. I thought the, the task's been made a bit easier with scratchings, but, yeah, it looks one of the horses that's trolled up nicely to resume here, and, and that margin has been outlined by the uh, by the SMS, just an indication that we haven't seen Boga Legend let go, and indications from the market is there's something there if you do let Boga Legend go. But, yeah, I thought Magical Eye trolled up really well, and, uh, and the barrier draw was a bit of a negative, made a bit easier by scratchings. Well, I've got your, uh, or getting your thoughts on some impressive... Horses. Uh, the Macca's midweek racing moment of the week was, of course, the very impressive win of Coleman yesterday. Don't forget, uh, after you do this preview, you can go to the local Achuca Macca's and get a new McCrispy. It's the next big thing, Warren, and it's uh, open and being served from 10.30 this morning. What was your thought on Coleman's debut yesterday? Yeah, he was terrific. They were in the barriers for a while, weren't they, with that late scratching? So a bit of a test for, for two-year-olds and... He'd shown a lot of talent, but he had shown the tendency to get a little bit keen in his jump outs. Race day pressure's different. I think the connections would be thrilled that he was able to go to the races and win. I like the run of Aardvark, who probably dwelt a little bit or got fractious and then bounded a bit at the start. And He got pushed wide and worked home really well. Racing.com sectionals have Coleman running the quickest last 600 of the race and Aardvark the, the second quickest. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the format of that race holds up well, and I would think Aardvark in particular will be better suited when he steps out over a bit more ground. Let's get back to the Quadia de Chuka. The first leg is race five. Scratchings are two and three. The favourite here, Punch Lane, odds on $1.95. Is this a skinny start to the Quaddy Warren? It is. Uh, I think Punch Lane's clearly the one to beat. He's shown talent, had a productive first racing preparation, I think he's a horse with upside that can race through the grades to some extent at this time of year, not getting to an elite level yet. But see, the lane horses have had uh, a good run over the years. Gurners Lane, Paris Lane, Santa Ana Lane. The connections have been able to find some nice horses. And Punch Lane's going in the right direction. And I think he can kick off with a win here. Five ahead of one chosen venture who's fit, consistent, lightly raced horse in the Nathan Hobson stable who's really heading in the right direction. And breeding and the way he's been finding the line giving every indication that the step up to 1200 metres will suit seven she's notorious has jumped out okay to get back to the races as has number six lady of delight but a pretty skinny start to the quaddy and a pretty skinny quaddy overall for me today five one seven six five one seven six in the first leg of the quaddy to chuka race six over 1600 metres scratchings here three nine and ten uh, Donnelly is the favourite. Adam Crettenden keen on it today as well. $2.90. Uh, $3.00 Mac, uh, Macusha from the Simon Stable. 
and they dominate the market. Oh, no, there's another one, Princess Nefertiti. Uh, I can't leave it out after Ben Brisbane gave it a good chance as well. And then you're out to $5 for Ocean Raider. So um, there are a few given a chance in this race, even though Dunalley is a firm favourite at 290 yeah, and I think she deserves to be. And another skinny leg of the quaddy. She's deep into her campaign, Dunalley. She can't be improving. But the race shape was against her at Mornington last start. That was AFL Grand Final Day. So she's been kept fresh, strikes a suitable race with the claim. I think all she's got to do is hold her form. And she's the one to beat. But I'm batting up and, and keep batting up for number eight, Makusha, who is hard and fit now. And perhaps just had to do some work in the run last start. 11, the talking toff. He's probably going to be last away. He'll be hitting the line strongly here on his, his home track where he has won two of his four wins have come here on the home track. So if he is going to pull out a win, uh, 50% of the time it's been here on his home track. Four Ocean Raiders fit consistent. You can mount a case for it. Trifecta's first fours as well as Princess Nefertiti. One, eight, eleven and four. One, eight, eleven and four in race six. Race number seven, uh, over 1,400 metres. In this race, take out two, six and eight. Unusual Pearl, been a good push this morning at $3.60. As a win, $3.90. Others in the market at $7, Tidal Force and Lady Adelaide, $7.750, Warren. She was going to be value for me, Unusual Pearl, when she was north of $4. Uh, My racehorse ownership probably sees a fair few people having their their bets with the the vast ownership base, but it was a good trim up for her when markets first went up and She's building a good record since she crossed from New Zealand and joined the McAvoy stable. Her two runs have been terrific, and a recent jump out the Western Districts was very good. I think she can come to the races and win here. 14, unusual Pearl. 12 as a win. He trolled well going into that debut performance, and he was able to make his own luck and was really strong to the line. I think he's got the potential to take that rising grade and be competitive here. Five fiasco tests, a bit like Denali earlier on from the stable. It's deep into the campaign, probably not improving, but pretty well placed here with the claim. I think probably more a trifecta first four player rather than Denali, who looks a key winning hope. And seven, Lady Adelaide will strip fitter for that one run back. 14, 12, 5 and 7. 14, 12, um, 5 and 7? 5 and 7. Yeah. And, five in, and, seven. and in the last, uh, Warren, it's over seven, uh, it's uh, due to jump at 5 o'clock over 1,000 metres. Uh, the favourite in this race is at $2.30, Royal Invader, first up for the May Eustace Stable. Scratchings are 4, 8, 14 and 15. Others in the market, excessive gamble at six fifty. The Javelin, $7. And Zerata, a $6 chance. Uh, how many have you got in the last leg of the quarter? Taking three in this leg, Michael. Um, and I think that it's the race now that Royal Invader is clearly the top selection with the scratching of Unlimited Magic. But I want a little bit of insurance. There's some good speed in the race through the likes of Glock, Zerata and perhaps others. I do think 11 Royal Invaders, the one to beat. She really worked home stylishly in a jump out to get back to the races. And her overall form is that of a horse that can go on a little bit, this preparation, now that she's mature. Team Corsons have got Zerata in great form, making his own luck, riding the speed. He fights on well. You could say the same for Glock. It's going really well, consistent, gets the claim here for Jayla Kennedy. And 12 pink bow ties, consistent and fit. Probably settles back off the speed from that draw, but will be strong late. 11, 2, 1 and 12. 11, 2, 1 and 12. Uh, so a few skinny races today. What's the best way to play it? I think the best of the day is race five, number five, punch lane. Short enough now, but just looks the horse with upside and that's a lovely race for him to resume. Race five, number five. 
I wouldn't even be surprised to see race seven, number 14, Unusual Pearl, start even shorter than she is now. Uh, so I'll still make her the value or perhaps the next best. Quaddy first leg, five and one. Second leg, numbers one and eight. Taking 14, 12, five and seven in the third leg and coming home with numbers 11, two and one. Going to play an early quaddy and a relatively skinny early quaddy as the player of the day. First leg, numbers three and one. Second leg, four and six. Third leg, numbers eight only. And then coming home with numbers two, nine and four. Two, nine and four. A nice skinny quad. Three, one, four, six, eight, nine, uh, two, nine and four. Uh, Was we'll look forward to seeing you on racing.com. Enjoy the fresh country air and the sunshine of Echuca. You have a great day. I will, Michael, and I think the uh, gender story is just about to open, so if you do see <laughs> Kate Watts flying solo on racing.com, you know why. Uh, I think you have more chance of seeing Kate in the gin distillery, to be honest. Uh, you have a good day. <laughs> Thanks, Michael.